Going one step beyond simply knowing about those policies means that you can take back some of the control during the process of your resignation. The old adage of, quote, the more you know, end quote, definitely applies to the resignation process. This is Leaving Well, where we unearth and explore the realities of leaving a job, role, project, or title with intention and purpose, and when possible, joy. I'm Naomi Hadaway, your host. I will bring you experiences and lessons learned about necessary endings in the workplace with nuanced takes from guests on topics such as grief, confidence, leadership, and career development. Braided throughout will be solo episodes sharing my best practices and leaving well framework. Expect to be inspired, challenged, and reminded that you too can embed and embody the art and practice of leaving well as you seek to leave your imprint in this world. Today's episode is a solo episode. Well, it's a solo episode that is informed by New York Magazine's The Cut. In The Cut recently, there's an article by Allison Green titled 10 Things You Need to Do Before You Resign. And I wanted to take a few of those, four to be exact, and add a leaving well twist. I'll link the article from The Cut in the show notes if you're curious about the other six. So number one from this article from The Cut, make sure you know how your company typically handles notice periods. So I have a newsflash. (laughs) Most employers don't handle notice periods or leaving well. Whether it's a security measure or pettiness, as the article states, organizations and companies have solely prioritized hiring and onboarding for so long while completely avoiding offboarding and leaving that you should expect that the experience will feel not so great on a good day and pretty terrible, most likely. Equipping yourself to better understand the components of the organization's policies will indeed provide context and clarification. Going one step beyond simply knowing about those policies means that you can take back some of the control during the process of your resignation. The old adage of, quote, the more you know, end quote, definitely applies to the resignation process. So exit interviews are primarily for risk mitigation. If you're in HR or if you're a people person and you disagree with this, I'd love to hear from you and have you on a future episode. (laughs) In my view, exit interviews are conducted generally to give the organization an opportunity to understand if there are any lingering issues that you may be taking with you as you walk out the door, such as grievances or complaints. And also, if you are resigning, consider being intentional about the way you prepare yourself leading up to giving notice. Don't miss the opportunity to check in with your own values as you make plans to exit. Clients who work with me for Leaving Well are provided support to complete a knowledge transfer document that can be given to their manager, which supports those who wish to close out projects and close out their work in a thoughtful way. Okay, back to the article. Number two, take home copies of your performance reviews and work samples. So using the Leaving Well framework, I recommend that you work on bolstering your portfolio and your worthy work, as I like to call it, along the way not just as you're preparing to give your notice. I love Allison's recommendation in this article to copy and paste any email text that, in her words, quote, recognizes an accomplishment of yours or gives kudos on your work. She goes on to say these can be helpful when you're prepping for interviews in the future, as you'll be able to answer the interview question, what would a former manager say about you, truthfully? 
Another one that I really appreciate from Allison's article is this one. Take home contact information for anyone that you want to make sure that you stay in touch with. This is the one that I recommend and appreciate the most out of Allison's 10 suggestions. It happens every single time someone leaves. You intend to reach out to someone and then you realize their contact information is on the work laptop that you've just turned into HR. I typically suggest that my clients go back through a few weeks, maybe up to a few months, of emails in their sent folder. It can be a quick scan with a Word document open to transfer over email signatures for the people that they most want to stay in touch with post-departure. Additionally, intentionally carving out some moments for the people you've most connected with will make your Leaving Well experience so much richer. Make plans to also connect with those who may be helpful to your future networking and connection needs. Okay, so number four is Allison recommends cleaning out your email. Allison recommends this for the purpose of covering your tracks and to ensure you don't have a trail of email communication that you wouldn't want anyone to see. From the Leaving Well vantage point, consider instead cleaning out your to-do email folder or your drafts to ensure you're not leaving anything incomplete. Use this opportunity, perhaps in tandem with your manager, to hand over unfinished projects to another team member. Doing this review of your to-do folder and your drafts folder will provide helpful reminders of unfinished business. Not only does this support a more successful handoff of duties, it also supports team members, the stayers, as you depart, and you can leave knowing you didn't leave anyone hanging. Close out communication loops with any external partners where needed, and also take this opportunity to introduce those partners with other team members to expand the network. Now, I have some additional recommendations, but these are not in direct response to the article in the cut. My number five is if you've been fired, made redundant, or the response to your notice is an immediate separation, please read my article on navigating job loss. That will be in the show notes. If you're in the nonprofit space, caretaking professions or social services, my number six recommendation before you resign is to consider reading Jaya John's Your Caring Heart book. That will also be in the show notes. Number seven, if you're able to plan as much time as possible before starting your new project or job, far too many people go from one to the next without building in any rest time. If the economics of your situation require you to start immediately, consider small ways that you can decompress in the time allotted to you before you start your new project. Number eight, if you do have some time before starting your next thing, build in items and activities that you are most prone to avoid or postpone because of work. If that was me, it would be an art museum, hiking, or a leisurely lunch. Maybe you choose to turn off your alarm clocks and spend an entire day catching up on a streaming show. Whatever you choose, let yourself fully enjoy some time or some rest or some relaxation. Number nine, journal, journal, journal. Even if the concept of journaling is not typically something that you do on a regular basis, the cathartic value of jotting down your notes as you navigate your departure can be extremely beneficial. You can choose whether to revisit your notes at a later date or otherwise destroy the captured reflections. That's up to you, but I highly recommend that you consider journaling before you resign. Number 10, and the final one of my 5 to 10 recommendations to add to the cut, is to anticipate some grief and some loss. Even in circumstances where the departure means you're heading somewhere really exciting, 
there will be likely some waves of grief as you process the end of your time at the old job or project. If you anticipate it, it makes it a little bit easier to roll through the waves and the process. In closing, whether you take one piece of advice from the Cuts article or any recommendations from this podcast episode, know that your leaving well practices will not be perfect on the first use. Implementing leaving well into the way that you say goodbye to a project, role, job, or title is not a quick fix, and it's definitely not necessarily simple. However you can, choose small, incremental components that will add up to a more pleasant, humane, and dare I say joyful, goodbye. To learn more about leaving well and how you can implement and embed the framework and culture in your own life and workplace, visit NaomiHadaway.com. It's time for each of us to look ourselves in the mirror and finally admit we are playing a powerful role in the system. We can either exist outside of our power or choose to decide to shift culture and to create transformation. Until next time, I'm your host, Naomi Hathaway, and you've been listening to Leaving Well, a navigation guide for workplace transitions.